Now then we'll start a little story. This is an up-to-date one called Finally, I Think I'm Driving a Real Citroen. Once again, this is a story from It's a Rum Life in France and it's from July 2021. It all began when our ancient Peugeot 806 finally bit the dust. We'd owned it for about eight years, having bought it very second-hand for the princely sum of about a thousand pounds. Obviously, over the years, we've done repairs on the car, but basically it served as well and was a comfortable, exceptionally roomy and very, very versatile motor. Looking for a replacement, we thought about something similar. We liked the height of the seats, being able to see over high banks and edges. Looking around, we found a Citroen C8, which is a successor to the 806. In Peugeot version, it would be the 807. The C8 was at a garage at Vouvray, a town about 35 miles away, where they produce one of the finest white wines in the world. We're frequent visitors to the wine producers here. The C8 seemed okay. It was tidy and not knocked about. No obvious accident damage. It was a 2007 model. We bought it. But we were never happy with it, and after three months there was a problem with the clutch, so we went back to the garage. They kindly lent us their runabout, a Citroen C4 Grand Picasso. This one was knocked about, and obviously well used. It had the 1600cc turbo diesel engine, but the really different thing about this car was its gearbox. There were only two pedals, and the box gave you two driving choices, full automatic with six forward gears or electronic. A game with the six forward gears, but where you choose the time for changing up with electric paddle shifters on the steering column. There was also a paddle for changing down through the gears, but if you forgot, not to worry, the gearbox did this for you. We both liked this car immediately. The seats were better than the C8, which we had found far harder than the old 806. The ride height was a little lower than the C8, but it had fantastic all-round vision with big windows. After the journey home, we were so impressed, I contacted the garage and told them to keep the C8, but find us one of these C4 Grand Picasso cars. It so happened that the garage had one coming in on a trade-in, but it would not be for a month or so. They sent us all the details of this other car. It was a one-owner car, finished in a pleasant beige colour. It had some additional extras to the one we had on loan, and was a relatively low mileage. We said yes, this car looked like it would suit us. It even ran on Michelin tyres all round, and they were better than half-worn. In the second-hand car world, this is an excellent sign. It means that the owner maintained the car to a high standard, regardless of cost. Indeed, when the time came to look at the car, it was like new, inside and out. It had been maintained at the Citroen garage all its life, since first on the road in 2007. Nobody would ever guess it was 14 years old. So there we are. We ended up driving the C4, owned by the garage, for a little, little over a month. The new car we now own has a few extras. 
there is a gadget to lower the rear of the car for loading and unloading. It has a full-length panoramic sunroof, adjustable seats for driver and passenger and of course that electronic gearbox. Over the years we have owned and enjoyed various Citroen cars. In the 1980s, when a financial disaster had struck the family, we'd bought a second-hand GS brake, that's a state car in English, in a lovely reddy-orange colour. This was a magnificent car with a special Citroen suspension and a flat-four air-cooled engine. When finances dropped even further, we bought a very second-hand Diane in red, with the two-cylinder flat air-cooled engine. This car was our only personal transport for about two years and Ruth used it for work every day too. It even went on a touring holiday in France. You can listen to that story in To France on Two Cylinders in 1984. Immediately afterwards, Ruth bought a second-hand Visa, also red, with the four-cylinder Petra engine. She used this mainly for work. A strange little car, but served as well and also went touring in France to Saumur, our future home. Listen to the exploits of this car in The Visa's Trip to France in 1990. You can tell by this time we had a good, good local Citroen dealer in Lincolnshire who sold good, reliable second-hand cars. This was Bullwinkles of Bormba near Horncastle. Not long afterwards, daughter Helen bought a blue Diane. This was to be the last Citroen in the family for a while. In the late 1990s, Ruth was using a car rental package with her employers, the Health Service, and chose a Citroen ZX as her new car choice for the next three years. Not a bad car, but not really a traditional Citroen. You can see I'm comparing all these models with the legendary Citroen DS of the 1960s. Why, you might ask? So, I will explain. While working for the Lincolnshire Standard Newspaper Group at Boston in the 1960s, part of my task was to produce advertorial features. Advertisement features with editorial included. One of these was the local Citroen dealership, Bait Strands of Curtain, not far from our base in Boston. Batestrands and their redoubtable owner, Jeff Reynoldson, had been one of the very first Citroen dealerships appointed in the UK after the Second World War. It was also the very first in the Midlands of England. Jeff was very proud of this unique history and wanted the maximum publicity we could produce for the latest model, the stately and magnificent Citroen DS Palace. This was in 1965. This was the car with the headlights that followed the direction you turned the steering wheel. I produced a half-page feature and somehow managed to wangle the test drive and be tasked with writing the resulting story. I love driving, and cars generally. And knowing Jeff Reynoldson's reputation as a no-nonsense businessman, I was somewhat concerned with the prospect of driving this brand new test car imported from France for the launch of the new model. I should explain to readers and listeners that at this time in 1965, if you wished to buy a new Citroen, you ordered the car from the factory through your local dealer. You chose the colour, interior trim and any extras you wished for. Then you waited several months for the delivery. You can listen to the story of this this car in the one and only test drive, also on our Buzzsprout site. 
The drive went well, and I was more than impressed with the car, particularly that gearbox. Hence the title of this little story. The C4 Grand Picasso, with its electronic gearbox, is the nearest thing I have driven that resembles that wonderful DS Palace of over 56 years ago. Perhaps the 2007 Grand Picasso does not have the smooth suspension of the DS, but it does have that exceptional driving experience unlike anything else. I simply love it. There we are, that's the end of that little story, brought to you by Keith Sanders and Cracker Books. Hope you enjoyed listening to it. Don't forget, you can listen to lots more on this site. Plus, there are free books to download. Um, uh, look at Cracker Books on Facebook. And there's over 50 or 60 videos to see on Keith Sanders, a short story man, on YouTube. Thank you for listening. <laughs>